Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what happened? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. 725 sunshine today with a high of 54. Tomorrow's high up to 62. It's chilly. Only 42 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? I'll tell you who tied the knot right before the Super Bowl a couple of days ago in just a minute. But this scam is making the rounds again, and it's gotten so bad that the Atlanta division of the FBI is now sending out a warning. So it's the jury duty scam. You get a phone call or an email claiming that you failed to report for jury duty mm-hmm. and that you'll be punished with criminal prosecution or jail time if you don't pay a hefty fine mm-hmm. right then and there. So they'll then ask for your personal information and money, and they've actually end up spoofing local law enforcement's phone numbers and identities and badge numbers so everything looks and sounds legit except for no court or law enforcement agency will ever call you and ask for money or any personal details over the phone. If you've missed jury duty and you're in trouble for whatever reason, they send you a physical piece of mail to your address. They did that to April. They called her from like the Fulton County Sheriff's Office and said she had an outstanding ticket. The reason we believed it is because my wife has a problem with driving too fast. Right. So, <laughs> so, But it was a scam. But it was a scam, was a yeah. Scam. yeah they, and especially because they're like, well, we want an Apple gift card. And you, will all... you bring it to the Starbucks yeah, exactly. down in the corner yeah. of blah, 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 blah. Unfortunately, yeah. people are falling for these things and losing yeah. tons of money. And that's why the FBI is having to blow the whistle again. Especially let your elderly friends and yes. family members yeah. know yeah. about yes. this. This is the whole reason we talk about these. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about scams on our show for fun. Absolutely. All right. Now, the Super Bowl was the most watched broadcast in TV history. 123.4 million wow. people tuned in. Thank you, Taylor. I yeah. know, right? But before all that went down, a celebrity couple decided to finally make things official. No, it was not Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, but it was Usher and his longtime girlfriend, Jennifer, who exchanged vows mm. at Vegas Weddings Terrace Gazebo right before the big event. They've been together since 2018 and have two babies. I'm going to say the same thing I said about when it was rumored that Taylor and Travis were going to get engaged. Yeah. Super Bowl's its own event. What? You have two kids. Yeah. What were you were you waiting for a halftime show? Been together oh, for six gosh. years. Yeah. What? 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 It's it's the Super Bowl game. Now we're gonna do it. Today is the day. On yeah. a day where Usher's got all, he's got to remember how to roller skate. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are you smarter than Kara? Is on B ninety eight point five. We are sponsored by RS Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Jessica and Ackworth. Morning, Jessica. Hi, good morning. Can you kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? Kara, get out of there. I'm out of here, Jessica. Good luck. Thank you. What do they call you? Jess? Jesse? Jess, normally, yes. Just Jess? All right, Jess. Kara's making her way out of the studio. We've got five trivia questions we're going to ask you. Then we're going to bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. Answer more right than Kara. She has to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. IHOP is offering customers a free short stack today. Was it Pancake Day? I or? mean, it's everything day today. Galentine's Day? Jeez. You're right. What does uh, IHOP stand for? International House of Pancakes. Question number two. Kate Winslet says her life was miserable after Titanic came out. Who was her love interest in that movie? Leo DiCaprio. Number three, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. What country is St. Valentine from? Oh, 
Fran. Number four, Katy Perry revealed the upcoming season of American Idol will be her last. The first season of American Idol had two hosts, not judges, but hosts. Name them both. Oh my gosh, the first one? I was a kid. Uh, <sighs> I'm just going to go for it. Let's say maybe it was Simon and Paula. No, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, Post Malone was invited to the Chiefs after party, but was told he had to remove the jacket he was wearing that had one NFL team's name on it. 49ers? Bringing (laughs) Kara back in. All right, just just struggled a little bit this morning, but we'll see what happens. All right, very curious Mm. about question number five. It should be kind of obvious, but let's see. Kara, ready for the same questions? I'm ready. Number one, what does IHOP stand for? The International House of Pancakes. Jessica crushed that question as well, one to one. Question two, who was Kate Winslet's love interest in Titanic? Leo DiCaprio. Duh, nodded up at two. Number three, what country St. Valentine from? Italy. So if France and Italy probably were your two guesses, right? Uh-huh. It is Italy. Italy. Yeah, it's amore. When Just... in doubt. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right, three to two. Number four. First season of American Idol had two hosts. What were their names? Uh, Ryan Seacrest and Ryan Dunkelman. Do we know where Dunkelman is? What did you say Dunkelman's first name was? Isn't it Ryan? No. It's, is it Brian? It's Brian. Oh, so Kara got it wrong is what you're saying? What do you mean I got it wrong? It's Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman? I thought it was Ryan Dunkelman. Oh, look it's, it up, dude. Oh, you're it? the All one right. that writes the questions. Why aren't you looking this <laughs> stuff up? <laughs> That's too much work. All right, hey, three oh to two. Jessica gosh. didn't get it right. Question number five. What NFL team was on Post Malone's jacket Sunday night? He was wearing a Cowboys jacket. He's from Dallas, so he was wearing a Cowboys jacket. Jessica said 49ers. All right, final score this morning, 4-2. to two. Jessica and Ackworth, are you smarter than Kara? Not today. Right. Nice up. Kara, your new record, 1,679 wins, just 51 losses. Ooh-ooh. Sorry, Jessica. It's okay. Thank you. No cash, but you get tickets to see Dustin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> November 16th, State Farm Arena. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Have the best time. Thank you all so much. I appreciate it. All right, Jess. We play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735 on B98.5. Want to weigh in on what Tad, Drex, and Kara are talking about? Leave them a message on the free B98.5 app. I know you're busy, so I'll make this quick. Goodbye. Just click the open mic feature and you can hear yourself on the show. Tad, Drex, and Kara, weekday mornings from 5 to 10 on B98.5. So we all remember exchanging Valentine cards back in elementary school. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh, yeah, Valentine's Day. It's, it's the perfect time to teach kids about love and, more importantly, rejection. Rejection. Elementary school? Kids. Or just school in general. But the problem is, currently Valentine's Day, I don't know if you guys have been in the schools lately, Valentine's Day is kind of treated like sports, where everybody gets a trophy, or in this instance, a card or a prize. But well, that's not real life, Kara. But that's what happened when we were all in school. Like, yeah. they would send home the class roster, and you made sure that everybody got a Valentine. And sometimes you'd even, like, make your little mailbox in class and put it on your desk. And then come Valentine's Day, everybody got a card, and you got 
26 cards for 26 kids in the class. Yeah. At what age, Drex, do you think kids should start learning about soul-crushing rejection? rejection. Yeah, as soon as possible because that because the Valentine's Day at school is not real life. Real life Valentine's Day, not everybody gets a prize because the prize is love. And no, not everybody gets it. No, it's cute. These are these little, they're not even full cards. I know, they're, these they're little, like the little tiny ones with the little, what is it, smarties that go sure. along with it, your little treat. Well, I get an email from my daughter's school last week, and it was a big, bold headline. It was no Valentine's Day. So, of course, now all the parents are going to open that up. I usually delete those stupid emails from the kids' school. Uh, <sighs> but in the email, it's like, under no circumstances will any kids be exchanging uh, any Valentines on campus because we don't want any kid left out and have their feelings hurt. All right, that's a little oh, bit different. Because I thought I'm when you when we were talking, we started talking about this i picture the valentine exchange being for the much younger kids right like second grade maybe third grade elementary gets, i don't remember your daughter's a little older she's in fifth grade now and that's technically middle school and i did not like that email that got sent out because like i said valentine's day is a perfect opportunity to learn hey if you get a valentine well that's that's great like this person's this person likes me i'm no. going to give them one back no. and if i don't well then okay I, I move on i learn to deal with that rejection because that's what's going to be like in real life the whole reason for the elementary school to do it with the young kids is to kind of teach them about this tradition and sell frankly sell cards right <laughs> right that's when it's cute i agree with teaching about the tradition not not so much with the sell cards when but, you yeah. get into middle school that's when all of this stuff happens and i don't remember fifth grade they weren't we were not doing that those little cards, that's for like, I think third grade is the cutoff. Well, third grade, you I think, kind of teaches you how to do it and then leads you into middle school where now Valentines that are, give, uh, that are given out are truly the right ones. And if you don't get one, well, then that means that that, that person doesn't like you. I would I would love I would love for my well, daughter to come home tomorrow after school and her little crush had given her a Valentine. She would be so elated. And what if her crush doesn't give her a valentine and that's the perfect opportunity for her to start learning that hey he's just not that into you she can learn that now she'll be better off in the future school is the i'm telling you guys the school is the perfect opportunity and especially valentine's day to start learning about this love and rejection and the sooner they start to learn about it the better off that they're going to be why like why why should you be learning about rejection because that's real life in fifth grade yeah, yeah you're going to get to it. Start learning now. We'll get to it. Yeah, you'll get to it, and it's not great. So I, I don't want to throw them in the deep end that early. You know, they're still learning about the tradition and about love and about all of that in the first place. Don't throw them in the darkness. But I'm sure there are people <laughs> listening who had maybe unpleasant experiences at Valentine's Day at school, but you know what? They learned to deal it with it. And they made you better. Absolutely. These kids need to learn about a little rejection. Valentine's Day, the perfect time to do it. All right, let's, uh, let's unleash this. <laughs> And get some opinions here. If you want to join 404-741-0985. Drex's uh, daughter, fifth grader, they're banning the exchange of Valentine's. So wrong. Great idea. Uh -uh. I think the cutoff should be third grade. So she's two years removed from when it's appropriate. Call or text 404-741-0985. We are talking about Valentine cards. Remember Mm -hmm. the Valentine cards used to exchange when you were in school? 
I always thought it was an elementary school. I remember doing yeah. that very, very mm-hmm. young. But Drex, your school, your daughter's school is now banning the exchange of Valentine's. But she's in fifth grade. Yeah, so she's in middle school, and they've even banned it in, in high school. But I got, you guys, I remember growing up in middle school and high school, like, if if someone got a Valentine, it was like, wow, that person's actually into them. So this is something real. This is something genuine. And if you didn't, okay, well, that's rejection. You got to learn how to deal with it. But just taking Valentine's Day off the table and not allowing these kids to learn like, oh, do I get a prize or do I have to deal with rejection? That's not right. Jessica and Griffin. I think it's a good opportunity for kids that age to learn because kids are going to bring little bracelets or even Mm -hmm. pieces of candy to exchange anyways, no matter what the school says. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just going to happen no matter what. And I was big on having crushes when I was little, so I would have gotten my heart broken too, but the thing is you got to learn. It happens. But this is just forcing the heartbreak. If you have a crush, that sort of just like works its way out at that age. Right. There's no official gesture of adoration, whereas y'all want this. You're pushing the issue like, oh, he didn't give me a Valentine's card. He doesn't like me. Right. Now I get to to move on. And then that's fine. I would rather my daughter learn now that he's just not that into you instead of having to learn it from Kate Hudson 20 years, you know? And I think they're going to do it anyways. Even if the school's saying no, the kids are going to write little heart notes and pass them off to their crush Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen no matter what i say let's let valentine's day be about cupcakes and And fun and sweet and love and call it a day but jessica we know that's not real life yeah no it's not (laughs) i'm just surprised that a father of a fifth grader yeah can't wait for his daughter to start to be dealing rejected. with rejection. I know. That's crazy. The sooner she learns that becomes a strong woman, the sooner she can learn, hey, th- okay, this guy's not into me. I can move on. Can't you just talk to her about it? Do you have to wait for this all to play out? <laughs> I think the school is doing you a huge favor. I feel like kids that age now are way different than kids when you guys and I was even younger. Kids are a lot more mature for the most part. Yeah, I well, think. a lot more mature in not a good way. Like, they're more advanced, and they're moving too quickly. Which is why, like, let them have fun and be kids and exchange Valentines while they can. I mean, the rejection part will come later, and it hits like a ton of bricks. And don't let these kids grow up so fast. Drex is telling us that his daughter's school is banning Valentine's exchange. He's very upset about it. Well, I mean, growing up, Valentine's Day was the perfect opportunity at school to kind of learn where you stood. Now it's like either you everybody gets a Valentine's Day card or prize or no one gets one. And that's not that's not how you teach love and rejection. Tony Monticello, Tori, sorry. I say that I do not think it is a bad idea to um teach kids the fear of rejection because so many children grow up to be adults who are emotionally unavailable. Um I do not think we should reject them, but I do believe that we need to teach them how to correctly cope with mm-hmm. and teach them good, um, you know, coping skills for the fear of rejection, not necessarily rejection. How old is a fifth grader? Oh, my daughter's 11. That's that's about the time that we have to start learning that, hey, listen, not everybody gets a trophy. We're going to be disappointed in life. It's how we react afterwards. I just think 11 is a little young to get your soul crushed. Yeah, I do by, too. By... But, uh, but an eleven, another eleven-year-old boy. But that's happened to all of us growing up in school. We we all had to learn no. that kind of tough. You didn't. Not at eleven. Not at eleven. No, because you're still kind of in those formidable years where Valentine's is fun and it's cool to like 
give everybody in the class a Valentine. Once you get higher into middle school and high school, you're more capable as a child to like grasp what's really going on. Yeah, this is a 16-year-old issue, not right. an 11-year-old well, but issue. Right, and right. an 11-year-old, they're not, this is why they're banning it. Because those kids are not prepared for any of this stuff. Well, they're banning and it they're also too in old, high school. Well, they're too old to exchange cards without meaning. Like the like younger kids, right, right, right. They're old enough to kind of understand everything, but they're not old enough to cope with all of the stuff the that rejection you are and, looking yeah. to force. I, just, I feel like we're 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 just stepping in a little bit too much as parents and administrators. Let's let these little kiddos figure it out a little bit. We keep up with what's happening, so we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's info to go is on B ninety eight point five. Good morning. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine today with a high of fifty four. Tomorrow's high. 62. What's going on, Kara? We'll talk about this insane feature in a local home that has people talking in just a second. But Katy Perry hit up Jimmy Kimmel last night and dropped a major bomb about her future on American Idol. What did uh, Luke and Lionel say about this? Well, they'll find out tonight. <laughs> do they really not know? Well, they know that I have some things planned for this. They do. This year. It's going to be a very, very exciting year. Interesting. And that news is what, Kara? That news is she will not be returning to American Idol after season two, which premieres this Sunday. And she did not tell Luke and Lionel before she hasn't, went on national TV. I guess TV. hasn't told anybody and went on national TV. And she's giving up a $25 million per season paycheck. There must be something going on. The way that she just said, oh, they'll find out right now. There's got to be some internal Like animosity something. between yeah, the three of them? something. Oh, Why I don't think there'd tell? be any animosity or anything. I think there's definitely, like, she's got things in the works. She's working on new music. She's got this big show up for Rock and Rio Festival that's happening down in Brazil. So she's got things planned for this year. Do we have a plan for if something like that happens to us, if one of us decides we're done? Like, are we just going to announce it when we're sitting here yeah, live on the air? Yeah, you go on somebody else's show? Yeah, yeah. Or, or are we going to talk about it off the air and then talk about it? Do we have that plan in place yet? Well, I don't plan on going anywhere. You guys are anywhere. stuck with yeah, me. You're, so. with me. <laughs> you're the only one, Tad. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> I don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have something cool or unique, like feature in your home? There's this giant mansion in Milton. It's a $9 million, 24,000 square foot Jeez. mansion. But it has a complete replica of a Wild West town in the basement. It's 4,400 <laughs> square feet, remodeled after Tombstone, Arizona in the 1800s. Has a saloon, working rooms, two and a half bathrooms. It is completely and totally decorated and designed like you are stepping back in time to the Wild mm. West. So we'll put this on the Tad Drex and Kara Facebook page yeah. for you to look at it. And when you first start watching it, you're going to be like, wow, $9 million. What a steal. This place is beautiful. And then you get to the part <laughs> of the house that I swear I have nightmares about this all the time that I somehow end up living in a house like this that's just too weird. You have a Wild West town in your basement. Yeah, that uh, you. Ninety nine percent of the people that would walk in and want to buy that house, that's not for them. So they see it as something I have to completely rip out, right. and renovate, and then that means more money and time. And also, you have to live in a house where what was going on down there? What kinds of activities, reenactments, for sure? Well, you yeah. never know. Like maybe they're just into history in the Wild West. Sure, but. Spend the money on a flat screen TV and watch Yellowstone, <laughs> right? 
Like what you're hearing? You can subscribe to Tad, Drex, and Kara on demand and never miss a moment. Tad, Drex, and Kara. Weekday mornings from 5 to 10 on B98.5. It's uh, Tad, Drex, and Kara game time. Yep. You guys, your uh, half month challenge. Kara challenged Drex for she wanted a rematch. Yeah. I don't want to lose again. I don't like losing. The challenge this month is whoever loses has to call their ex and say, you're the one. I made a mistake. You're the one that got away. I still love you. Still have feelings. You have no problem doing that when you have to call your ex and say, I was wrong. Well, I'm not going to lose. I'm determined Uh, not to lose this time. But if you did lose, you would have to call Lord Voldemort, the guy that left you, who basically, while you were here at work. (laughs) That is like the worst. Kara was here with us at work. This is years ago. I mean, she's married now, child, everything. But back in the day, four years ago, I don't even remember. Seven. Seven seven years ago. Mm -hmm. She gets a call from her parents while we're at work, and they're like, your boyfriend, who is living, by the way, rent-free in her house. And in her head, yeah. He just left. He just left while he Packed knew you were at work. And left. So imagine having to call that guy and be like, I'm sorry yeah. I let you get away. <laughs> let you slip through my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, so, not going to happen. Kara's in the lead right now. Let's see if she can widen that lead with a game called Was It Worth It? I was saying that these companies dropped seven million dollars. Yeah, not just so you would laugh; they actually want to sell products. Yeah. <laughs> We're two days removed from the Super Bowl. I'm going to play you guys clips from those funny commercials, okay. the biggest commercials of the night. You just have to tell me what product they were advertising oh, wow. for, what company paid for these oh things. Starting with Kara. This is an ad featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Cut. Hey, Arnold, I'm hearing neighbor. It's neighbor. That's what I said. Neighbor. 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 Kara, uh, if you Snickers? Think, let me give you a oh, little hint. No, why, no, you can't do that. You asked the question, she so answered it. It's over. Uh, what? We're giving hints now? Okay, well, then I want a hint on my next one. That's fine. Just think of the word neighbor. It's an ad. Neighbor. State Farm. Is correct. Yeah. All right, Drex. I better get an ad. Like, I already have a give me. I already have a give me because I know you're a huge (laughs) fan of friends. Yes. Well, you know what they say. In order to remember something, you got to forget something else. Make a little room. Jen. Hey. Have we met? Give me hands. Worked together for 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. You were great. You still don't know, do you? I don't. Right. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer were in an Uber Eats commercial. Uber Eats is correct. Yeah. Are you satisfied? I guess. Sure. Everybody's tired. I don't think I've used my hint yet, but okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> over to Kara, the Trash Talking Babies commercial. So this is pickleball? It's basically tennis for babies, but for adults. It should be called wiffle tennis. Pickle! Yeah. Oh. Game. Thanks for coming to our clinic. First one's free. This was probably got the biggest laughs of the night. Kara, I can't help you on this one. I don't want the pushback. What is it? What's that company that always does those weird? Is it E-Trade? Are you for real? Correct. Are you for real? How did you know that? (laughs) Wow. Wasn't it Lindsay Lohan that did the E-Trade commercial a few years ago and it had the baby thing in it? Unbelievable. All right. Back over to Drew. Oh, my God. I love this commercial. And here's a hint. It stars Christopher Walken. It's the real deal. Yeah. Of course. Enjoy your coffee. Careful. It's hot. 
You know, you look nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was people coming up to Christopher, Christopher Walken, Walken pretending to be him. Oh, man, I know it was a car commercial. Ooh, I know it. Oh, Can I win? Man. Was it three? A Volkswagen. Two. Can I win? Darn it. Can I win? Can I win? You can win. BMW. Oh, the Darn it! BMW is correct. Kara oh, with that. a second win on the board. That, uh, I think that hint should be reviewed in the booth, but... Oh, please. She answered it, and you said, well, hold on, because you answered it wrong. I'm going to help you, but whatever. That's fine. Drex, you're in trouble. <laughs> and we never talked about who you're going to have yeah. to call. Who are you calling, Drex? It's going to be very uncomfortable. You guys are going to have to sit through this and listen to this young lady, Andrea. Well, she's not young now. She's 40 now. Uh, but I broke her heart. I left her on Christmas Eve. This is going to be awkward for everybody, just so you know. And have you not spoken to her since that Christmas Eve? Not a peep. Peep, you peep, You may be calling her on <laughs> Valentine's Day. Peep, peep. To tell her that even though you've got an 11-year-old and a wife, you miss her dearly. And she was the one that got away and you love her so much. I'll give you a couple of more chances yes. to climb back into it tomorrow Good. morning. Yes. And then around this time is when it all goes down. Yes. Don't get excited. This will be as awkward for you to listen to than it is for me to call. Okay. Can't wait. 24 hours. We got this. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Paul, there's a lady in your office named Yvette that you asked out on a date and now she's threatening to go to HR? We were working on a group project together and most of this has been over Zoom, pretty right. much. Mm. But, you know, we got pretty close because we were doing most of the work together and I really uh, took a liking to Yvette. I think she's a great lady. Okay. So, but asking a co-worker out yeah, that... Yeah, that's a little taboo. I thought about that. And, um, you know, I decided to go through with it anyway, but turns out it is rather messy because she threatens to go to HR on me. Oh, so what? you asked her already and she said no and threatened to take you to HR? Yeah. Wow, oh. that's a big turnaround. Yeah. It is because I thought everything was cool. I was pretty positive she would say yes, and then she didn't just say no. She threatened to go to HR on me, so I really... I just want to call her and ask for forgiveness and ask her to not go to HR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand that. So listen, why don't you sit tight? We'll get her on the phone here and we'll try to smooth things over. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. A couple of minutes ago, we talked to Paul. He was so sure he was hitting it off with a co-worker that he asked her out on a date. Not only did she say no, she threatened to go to HR. So Paul needs her forgiveness before she actually follows through with this. Paul, sit tight as we get your co-worker Yvette on the phone. Hello? Hey, Yvette, this is Tad Drex and Kara at B98.5. Hi. Uh, <laughs> What's <going on? laughs> We are calling because we wanted to ask about this coworker of yours, Paul. Oh, God. You guys were working together on Zoom, working on a project. He asked you yeah. out. Did he call you guys? <laughs> well, just we're just wanting to know like what went wrong. It seemed like things were going really well between the two of you. Suddenly he asks you out, and then you go to HR. You've never been a girl, so you don't know how it is when people just keep asking you out, and it's like, okay, like, 
seriously, How you do just you need, know you I've just never need been a girl. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I really would have gone to HR, but it was just one thing to just be like, hey, you can't keep asking me out. And that kind of stopped it. Why did you turn him down to that? Are you just not into him? Is he not your type? Was there a particular reason? I, he dates everybody in the office. jeez. <laughs> oh, like, I lost 50 pounds. Wow. wow. Nobody used to give me the time of day. And all of a sudden I lose all this weight. And then Paul is like, oh, hey. Like, <laughs> no. right. I see. That yeah. filthy animal. <laughs> Speaking of that filthy animal. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but this is called Forgive and Forget. Paul called us because he wanted to ask your forgiveness. Also, very worried about the HR issue as well. Oh, my gosh. Paul, is your reputation that you are a serial right. dater in the office yeah. and you're only asking <laughs> a vet out because now she looks good? She's lost 50 pounds? That's not, like, the only reason I'm asking her out. You know, we've only worked together for a year, and nine months of that has been over Zoom. Uh, we've so worked like... together for five years. <gasps> what? Oh, my gosh. And don't get me wrong. Like, I had a huge crush on Paul. <laughs> you did? Yeah, like when he was dating everybody else, of course. <laughs> so. And so now that he's interested in you, you're making him suffer. Why don't you guys give it a shot? <laughs> I really am. I'm genuinely interested in you. I'll do whatever it takes. Maybe you guys just go out on a date, no strings attached. Paul, if you're serious, I want some, uh-huh. like I want flowers and candy and you know like a really nice restaurant. Like I want the best restaurant in town with no like, strings you attached. You just want it's going to take a lot, <laughs> you know, like dazzle me, like make me make me <laughs> What's your favorite type of flower? If you really want to do this, you'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Well played, Yvette. Yes. <laughs> Paul's going to pay a lot of money to be single. <laughs> on the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Now is the part where Paul goes to HR and says she's trying to extort flowers out of me. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow on Forgive and Forget, tomorrow morning at 7, Justin wants forgiveness from his baby mama because he says no matter what game she tries to play, he does not want to spend Valentine's Day with her. Oh, little so poor baby mama. I know. We're going to talk to him tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock and help him out. Thanks for listening to the Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.